0: the start finish line. He is the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series Champion. What a race, what a night for Tyler Reddick, who will go back to back in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Off turn four, looking at the checkered flag and Kyle Busch scores the win here at the Homestead Miami Speedway. He is a champion yet again in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Kyle Busch picking up the win. Hello again and welcome to Selling Speed, the podcast. I am your host, Bob Quick from MRN. And in this bonus episode, it's the episode I promised you last time, we recorded our MRN local NASCAR sales lunch and learn from back in January. It's longer than our normal podcast, but it's full of information that you may not already have. Now, if you weren't with us on January 15th for the webinar, You missed updated information on the growth of the sport in 2019, updated fan statistics and changes that NASCAR has implemented going into the 2020 season. It's a great podcast for any of your new sellers of the sport, uh, but we also had longtime affiliates in the meeting who wanted to brush up on their knowledge because it does change over time. You know, we do the research for you, so why wouldn't you want to save time and listen in today to the podcast. Thanks to the over 40 stations that were a part of the webinar, uh, untold numbers of sales folks in on the call, and we thank each and every one of them to take taking time out of their sales day to, to join us. So without further ado, here's our recording from the MRN NASCAR Local Sales Lunch and Learn on January 15th.
1: We're going to be covering a lot of information in our time together today. However, the amount of information that's uh, in this deck, which I will share with you at the end as well, um, there's so much of it, we can only hit the highlights in the time that we have set aside for this webinar. So I highly suggest that you read through it on your own. Uh, We're going to be sending out a link to be able to download it to each person that registered for the meeting. Uh, Later today, we'll also be providing uh, a link for you to be able to get a, a video recording uh, of the of the event as well so once again please mute your audio and uh, we will get started my name is Bob Quick I'm uh, I'm the uh, manager of radio partnerships with the uh, specialization in sales having done what you did um, for for many years selling uh, selling radio on the local level and uh, what we've done is we've compiled this information uh, over time uh, from radio stations all across the country um, that uh, that uh, uh, that follow these best practices. Our goals uh, today, uh, we'll do a quick NASCAR 101 to cover some of the basics and to go through an overview of some of the changes coming to the 2020 uh, season of NASCAR. We're going to take a look at how to defeat common objections. We'll get to know the extremely loyal NASCAR fan Uh, We'll take a look at prospecting traditional and non-traditional categories and finally take a look at creative pricing and packaging. So without further ado, let's talk about NASCAR. NASCAR stands for the National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing. It was created by a gentleman by the name of Bill France Sr., back in 1947, to bring order and structure to a quickly growing sport that was born out of the bootlegging moonshiner culture of the Southeast. Bill had a vision of a nationwide sport that was crisscrossing the U.S., a vision that would lead to a $400 million re-envisioned Daytona International Speedway that debuted a couple years back as the world's first motorsports stadium. Uh, and of course, millions of viewers on national television each week, and on radio stations like you know. So once again, I'm going to ask you if you can uh, mute any uh, any audio connections that you have, whether it's telephone or whether uh, it's the telephone or uh, or the computer. That will really help us along here, so that no one gets distracted. Over the 73 history, uh, 73 year history of NASCAR. Uh, There have been three seven-time champions that represent distinct time periods within the sport, the first of which is Richard Petty. He represents the beginning of the sport. His father, Lee Petty, competed in the NASCAR's early days, but it was Richard who helped bring NASCAR to national prominence. Now, once again, I'm going to ask you to please mute your audio, um, not to distract everyone uh, on the conference today. So... Either uh, on the computer, if you're listening through the computer, or uh, on your phone. Thank you. Our second of three seven time champions is Dale Earnhardt Sr., also the son of an early competitor, Ralph Earnhardt. Dale represents the crossover between the early generation as well, with the likes of Richard Petty, who we just mentioned, Junior Johnson, Buddy Baker, to that of Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, and our final seven time champion, Jimmy Tonto who's announced that in 2020 will be his last season of full-time competition and represents our current time period. There are 36 races, uh, points scoring races on 23 different tracks, from New Hampshire to Miami from Delaware to California. There are 40 cars in each event representing hundreds of sponsors. Stages were added to the races to provide more memorable moments and increased reliability of the cars over time. Much like when you started driving versus the car that you drive now back then, when you went on a long trip, you more than likely had to have a mechanic look over your vehicle before you left. Now, it's not uncommon to jump into the car for a trip of hundreds of miles without giving it a second thought. Now, each stage has points for the competitors to compete for, providing an incentive for the drivers to race every single lap. Once again, if you uh, have dialed in on the phone or if you're using your computer audio, I ask that you please mute your audio the drop-down menu from the top if you're on the computer so as not to distract everyone on the conference call today. We have uh, somewhere around 50 stations and, and unknown how many people that are have dialed in today. There are 10 playoff races at the end of the season with a format much like March Madness in college uh, basketball where you have uh, you have to win to move on. In the Cup Series, you start with 16 drivers, four are eliminated after each three-round race, leaving the final four for the championship in the final race of the year. In 2020, the championship race will be hosted at Phoenix Raceway, which is one of the changes for this season. The final race had been held at, Miami, at Homestead Miami Speedway for the last 18 years.
0: And here's our champion from
1: 2020, Kyle Busch, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Once again, I'm going to ask you to mute your phones whether uh, you're dialed in or you're on the computer, so as not to cause distraction for those on the on the uh, webinar with us today. So other that. Uh, it in my browser. Are coming for uh, 2020 include no naming rights sponsor for the top level of NASCAR, the Cup Series. Instead, there will be four premier partners ushering a new sponsorship model you don't have for the it? first time since 1971. Download it in your browser. Once again, if you are on this conference call and you haven't muted your phone or your computer audio, I ask that you do so so as not to uh, make it uh, confusing for everyone. Geico, Coke, Xfinity, and Bush Beer will be the premier partners for the next three to five years they have a premier level of activation all year long, kind of a uh, equal level of activation across those four premier partners. That's why there's no name, single naming rights sponsor. Another change is the two-week break coming up in August and July, allowing NBC to focus on the Olympics. And due to that break, some of the rest of the schedule needed to be compressed The biggest example of this is the doubleheader weekend at Pocono Raceway in June. The Cup Series will compete there on Saturday with a 325 mile race, and then again on Sunday with a race in 350 miles in length. 2019 was a season of growth in NASCAR. Um, These changes um, have ushered in some great growth. uh, over the, uh, the last year, including seven sellouts. Uh, there was a stabilization of the TV ratings. The early season in, of Fox Sports coverage was up 3%, and NBC Sports late-season coverage ended flat and, so that the ratings overall was flat for the year, and uh, NASCAR outperformed other live sports coverage by 10% because live sports coverage was down in general over uh, at 10% in 2019. There's also growth in fan engagement on the web and through social media channels. Uh, the MRN website uh, was up over 2.5 million views in 2019 from the year prior, and the NASCAR YouTube channel saw total engagement up 48% year to year. So there's a big buzz going on as far as our fans are concerned and within the industry, and uh, we're very excited To share that information with you, I do ask. um, I do hear some uh, some people eating their lunch, which is great. This is a lunch and learn, but I do uh, ask that you please mute your computer and or uh, phone audio, however you've dialed in to be able to hear this, so as not to distract (coughs) other people on the conference call. Okay, so who's listening? Um, There are four sections of the slide, and almost all of them are a comparison between NASCAR fans, represented by the bar logo, and the general public represented by the map of the U.S. There's a lot of information on this slide, so bear with me. We'll probably spend the most time on this one uh, as as any other. We're going to start with a breakdown in gender. Like most professional sports, NASCAR fans are heavy male at 62%. However, NASCAR has the highest percentage of female fans of any professional sport at 38%. The family-friendly camping at the track aspects of the sport, I think, is a big driver to this following um, uh, by by women uh, in the sport. Let's take a look at age and the breakdown in age. There are three stories to tell here.
0: Number one, let's
1: welcome to labx if you could please mute your phones and one. your computer audio that would be wonderful so as not to distract everyone on the webinar. Thank you, so let's start with the thirty five to fifty four year old uh gray bar group ID number, or the uh gen x if you do not know your attendee number, press pound to continue. Please mute your phones if you could, please, and your computer audio both if you're using both. Otherwise, you're going to get a big echo, and there's going to be a lot of uh, confusion on this conference call. Thank you. So, we're starting with the gray bar ages 35 to 54, the Gen X portion of the audience. 37% 37% of NASCAR fans fall in this high-earning potential age group, and since most radio stations focus on the 25-54 group, uh, this is the higher end, of that, higher end of that same cell. We can assume that many of the same talking points about NASCAR that you do every day about your radio station's audience. It's a reflection of what we do. We're a radio network, so it stands the reason that we would do, in this, do well in this cell because you do. Uh, This group is probably married, probably a homeowner, probably employed, probably has kids. We can make all those same assumptions that you do uh, about your radio station's audience. Mm -hmm. Now taking a look at the black bar, those are the boomers at 49%. Boomers are working longer, they're healthier, they're more active, and have more disposable income than in generations past. They're uh, a great customer for any business. Mm And finally, let's take a look at the millennials, the 1834 of the blue bar. As you can see, there's some work to do uh, in this age group, just like most industries, including the radio industry. Uh, there have been many at-track initiatives that has been enacted uh, to work on the growing segment of this sport, of this pop- segment of population. Uh, the best example is the moving of the spring ra- uh, the moving of the Homestead Miami Speedway race to a traditional spring break weekend in March. At HMS, they've built a beach on the lake in the infield of the track and are specifically targeting college students for a party experience held there during their race weekend coming up this March. I'd also like to point out that this information is all public information that I found on the Internet for free from various sources. So some of the items are a little bit older than others. Internally, I can tell you that the at 18 to 34 uh, blue cell is better after three years of working with Monster Energy that youthful youthful lifestyle brand, as well as benefiting from other marketing initiatives uh, that the sport has done over the years. Uh, As with any research license, there are restrictions as to who and what we can share, so I'm unable to give you the latest information until it becomes public. Also, I do review this on a a constant basis to be sure that the information is the most up-to-date as possible, and the latest version of this information is always found at the Sales and Marketing Toolkit inside the Radio Partners Only section at MRN.com. So if you need username or password access for that section, please let us know and we will pass it on to you if you don't already have it. I do ask that everyone put things on mute, whether it's the uh, computer or the, uh, or, the, or the phone, so that we don't uh, have distractions while we go through this. All right, taking a look at household income. It tells a great story with the average fan making $71,000 a year and that 65% of fans make more than $40,000 a year, outpacing the general public by 12%. Now some quick fan hits. There are 65 uh, million fans of NASCAR in the U.S., NASCAR is the number two sport in television audience. There's over $2 billion in NASCAR license sales annually, with women's apparel being the leading category of uh, NASCAR uh, merchandise sold. NASCAR fans are twice as likely to have served in the military. Two of three fans own their own home, and more than one in four Fortune 500 companies are involved in the sport. This slide is great for clients who um, are compelled with data, but not all clients absorb information the same way. So what I did was I put together a narrative about our model MRN fan named Mike. Mike's 46. He's been married to his wife, Becky, for 18 years. They met in college and settled in Ohio. He's an electrician by trade, and Becky is a Part-time dental hygienist. their household income is $85,000 a year, and their home is valued at almost $250,000. They enjoy going to country and classic rock concert festivals. They camp. They enjoy golfing, fishing. Uh, those are just some of their family uh, activities. Uh, and When they're not enjoying the outdoors, Mike watches SportsCenter to keep up on college football, the NFL, and Major League Baseball. He watches the Weather Channel and his local news. He also enjoys adventure reality shows and documentaries on the History and Discovery Channel and watches Food TV and other shows like that for great tailgating ideas because Mike attends at least one NASCAR race a year. Sometimes it's with his friends, sometimes it's with his family. And he listens to the MRN races weekly for an average of one hour and 16 minutes because he prefers the excitement and insight from our announcers common to see Mike in his Ford F-150 running errands with his family's two dogs, Bella and Max. I want to circle back on a couple of things. First, country and classic rock are the top two music formats on the network. So when you consider that NASCAR fans are 59% more likely to attend a country concert and 49% of NASCAR fans are boomers, listeners to your country and classic rock stations are very likely to be NASCAR fans too. So if you aren't airing the races on 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 those formats, and you have those formats in your cluster, at a minimum, you should be cross-promoting the station that airs the races on them. Secondly, uh, the average MRN MRN listener listens to an hour and 60 minutes of each race. That represents over 25% of every one of our broadcasts. There are plenty of fans listening for even longer than that, for, for an hour and 16 minutes to be the average. And when we break down MRN listening... Um, there's 70% of it's in the car, like most radio stations. 5% are at work. It's a Sunday broadcast, right? Less people work on Sundays than they do during the week. And 25% listen at home. Of the 25% that listen at home, 40% of those um, have the TV on with the sound turned down and are listening to your radio station. They are the P1 of P1 fans, which leads me to the next topic. Sponsor affinity or loyalty. Now, there's a lot of information on this slide. However, I'm going to focus on two points. The third, NASCAR fans are on average 20% more loyal to sponsors than fans of any other sport. Seven of 10 fans say that they are loyal to NASCAR sponsors or 70%. That means that all their sports hover around the 50% mark. But I don't know about you, but I would much rather have gotten a 70 on a test in high school than a 50. It's a really big difference, especially if you're selling against other professional sports in your market. And then I want to look at the last point. 51% of NASCAR fans say that they purchase NASCAR-sponsored products and services to give back to the sport that they love. Our fans, more than other sports, realize the cost of the sport to compete and embrace the cr- brass, and embrace the brass commercialization of the sport like no other. When you attend a race, you see fans with big M M&M and M logos or FedEx logos or other sponsors on their shirts and their hats, on flags by their uh, their their campsites. Um, they become walking billboards for these sponsors. At other sporting events, yes, you will see fans and team wear, But the biggest logo on those will be your favorite player's number or name. It's a completely different mindset. Even with all this great data that we've covered, there's still objections that you're going to face when it comes to your local sponsors. And uh, if we can answer some of these, it'll be a great help to you. Um, There are only nine objections. I like to call them frequently asked questions. Uh, Two of them are just radio objections with a NASCAR twist. Aren't NASCAR fans just a bunch of rednecks? Some places it's called they're called Hicks. I prefer the term NASCAR Americans. Well, NASCAR fans purchase over $2 billion in branded merchandise a year, they're 80% more likely to own an ATV, 36% more likely to buy a new car in the next 12 months. They're 12% more likely than the general public to earn more than $40,000 annually. That's purchasing power that you want in your business, Mr. Advertiser. Isn't NASCAR a southern sport? Well, NASCAR has a national footprint. Its fan base mirrors that of the population of the U.S., where the largest percentage of population lives in the south at 37%. So it stands to reason that the largest percentage of NASCAR fans would reside there as well at 41%. In fact, 58% of NASCAR fans live outside the southeast where the sport was born. Don't NASCAR fans watch the races on TV? In 2020, there will be 16, only 16, of 39-cup race broadcast on your local Fox or NBC affiliate. That means over half the races will be on satellite or cable-only networks, FS1 and NBCSN, that fans may or may not receive in their home. Everyone reads everything, all, this, all the news about uh, cable cutting, and it continues. Um, 39 races spread over four networks. It's confusing, even for someone embedded in the sport week-to-week. Uh, but the races are at the same place every week on your radio station. And that is a strength for, for your, for your, uh, local advertiser. Where is the value in NASCAR, uh, in the NASCAR fan for my business? Five of Forbes top 10 most valuable brands use NASCAR to market their products. One in four fortune 500 companies in America also use NASCAR, um, that makes it the number one sport in marketing participation for Fortune 500 companies. These companies spend millions of dollars in marketing to NASCAR fans, and they wouldn't do it if they didn't get their return on their investment. Why would anyone listen to NASCAR on the radio? Well, NASCAR fans bring their sport with them. The season is 10 months long. The races are around four hours. Not many people have the time to set aside every week uh, to, in front of the television. They're active. They have things to do. In fact, 31% of all NASCAR fans claim to follow their sport, specifically on the radio. Okay. Aren't all NASCAR fans men? Well, we talked about this a little bit. Many are men, just like any professional sport, but NASCAR has the highest percentage of fans who are women at 38%. percent are NASCAR fans too old for my business? of NASCAR fans are age 35 to 54, the highest earning potential years of a person's life. Baby broomers are turning 60, working longer and more active, and have more discretionary income than in past generations. And their spending patterns have followed that activity. These are folks you want in your business, Mr. Advertiser. Don't people listen to radio during the week? And NASCAR races are on the weekends. NASCAR fans bring their sport with them. You've promoted it. You've made the appointment. 31% 31% of NASCAR fans say that they follow their sport on the radio and Nielsen recently released radio listening data that shows weekend listening and most demos mirrors that the listenership and afternoon drive it's just a different habit. They uh, they listen at different times so they don't have the same habits as they do uh, during the week. Why should I advertise on your NASCAR broadcast when none of my competitors are? Why should I advertise on your radio station when none of my competitors are? That's a really a radio objection with a NASCAR twist? Well, if the demos of NASCAR match up and the idea aligns with your marketing plan, why wouldn't you want a conduit to this uh, loyal and sponsor-friendly audience? So we've talked about the NASCAR fan. We've covered some objections. Let's take a look at categories and prospecting. (laughs) When people think NASCAR, they immediately think automotive as a match for advertising. After all, it's a huge category for the sport as well as for radio. However, you may be leaving money on the table. So let's take a look at some non-traditional categories and quickly cover some of the traditional categories. We mentioned earlier when discussing objections that NASCAR fans are 80% more likely to own an ATV than the general public. That's one of the bullets on this slide. Uh, The second bullet, in fact... And it makes sense because NASCAR fans enjoy the outdoors. So RVs, ATVs, hunting and fishing, camping, the outdoor sports categories are well represented in the sport and should be prospected locally as well. So if you hear an advertiser on our air and there is a local tie, please go after that business. Unlike many other sports, we have no advertising restrictions, no exclusive categories when it comes to our broadcast. It's 2020. We don't want to limit your ability to make money from our programming. The fourth bullet talks about Ford and that they have found that 40% of the new car buyers are race fans, and in fact, 85% of those follow NASCAR. That old adage rings true still, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. And the last bullet is perfect for country-formatted radio stations because 59% of NASCAR fans are likely to attend a country music concert to life stars of similar It's a blue collar sensibility to both lifestyle groups. The assumption that we can make for both are the same, those same assumptions. Uh, Both lifestyle groups are very likely to enjoy the outdoors, salute the flag, put family first. Uh, The network was built on country stations, and 50 years later, it's still the number one format on the network because fans of both are more than likely to enjoy each activity. Traditional categories. This slide um, can be used to prospect the various categories that you can find all through the sport, adult beverages, soda, restaurants, automotive, insurance, and so on. They're all traditional categories that you can see on track signage, on cars, and whatnot. Non-traditional categories. There's a ton of them. Uh, Jewelers and florists. Uh, Men buy the majority of products from these uh, two categories, Um, and when you have a bunch of men... Uh, listening and and following along with the sport, it makes sense for them to be a part of the broadcast. I put credit unions down here, even though some banking was on the last one, uh, because credit unions, typically, you can still get to a local buyer. And since 65% of NASCAR fans earn $40,000 a year or more, um, they are most likely employed and they qualify for loans because those credit unions make money the same way the banks do. Vets, pet grooming, doggy daycare. Uh, if it's a family-friendly and, and uh, you know, we kind of get some, uh, some evidence of that with the, uh, the high percentage of women that will follow the sport, um, NASCAR fans are no different. Uh, families love their pets. Lawn and garden, NASCAR's blue-collar sensibility. Um, these folks uh, are likely do-it-yourselfers, and there's great co-op programs attached to uh, those particular categories. Attorneys, personal injury, divorce, DUI letters, uh, lawyers, um, once again, a uh, high percentage of men. Makes a lot of sense for those types of uh, attorneys to be advertising on your air. Cable with half the cup races uh, on FS1 and NBCSN. Uh, if that's a local tie there that you can uh, work out a deal with a cable or satellite TV provider, that's a great prospect. Convenience stores, the whole pit stop tie-in. There's, uh, I can hear the spec commercial now. Insurance, automotive, and accident tie-in, and remember, if there's two of three NASCAR fans or homeowners, homeowners insurance would be a great one as well. And then even though this is part of automotive, people sometimes don't think about auto body and auto glass replacement or even automotive parts recyclers. Uh, The guys running those shops are typically fans, and they know um, that their customers are as well. I included this slide uh, to show you the national sponsors that we had um, last year, uh, both with MRN and uh, some official sponsors from from NASCAR itself. This slide's been included for brainstorming purposes for categories, or if there's a local tie, please go after it. Remember, there's no exclusive advertisers or categories. I included the next slide, the programming overview, uh, just so that you have all the correct logos for our programs and the different uh, racing series. Um, and that you can just cut and paste uh, the descriptions into your uh, your proposals so that you don't have to do that work yourself. Now, moving to pricing and packaging, there's two examples of how some of our stations sell our programming. The first is on a quarterly basis for markets that local buyers have been trained to purchase radio like an agency. The second way is the way about 80% of our stations on the network sell NASCAR. Uh, their NASCAR coverage is on a national basis because the 10-month season naturally lays out perfectly for an annual contract. So I suggest that if you are doing the annual method, you extend it into a 12-month program. Um, Even if there's no races in the months of December and January, you can still execute your deliverables as if there were. Uh, Whether you choose the quarterly or annual method, we've assembled these samples with the same methodology. Number one, it's priced to what your market will bear. Number two, the commercial loads dedicated to the program fit your station's inventory demands locally. Number three, divide up your NASCAR inventory to allocate and limit how many sponsors that you can sell to to create urgency. And each package is multi-platform that includes commercials during the race, commercials during the week, promotional mentions live and recorded, multiple station commercials depending upon your availability and needs, website and or social media exposure, streaming, and other, any other uh, digital platform initiatives that your company or station group may have. I say all this to let you know that just because these suggested packages have specific things listed on them, you can do whatever you want and whatever makes sense for you and your radio station. Just remove or replace what you don't and it's completely up to you. Also, don't let the numbers at the bottom of the page hinder your creativity If they're too low or too high, just adjust accordingly to what your market will bear. I used very simple math when I put these together. A $25 spot rate for the commercials during the week to come up with what I felt I would need per quarter or per month for my imaginary radio station. When you sell, you can put a premium value on the race commercials. You can focus on the during the week commercials. You can put the value on your digital assets. It's up to you. You know your client well, and what hot buttons will push the sale. The whole idea is to provide enough value that it makes the package almost impossible to buy because you've done such a good job selling the value of the loyal, sponsor-friendly, and qualified-to-buy customer, the NASCAR fan. So let's go through the quarterly package. We're going to focus on that. Now here, like to zoom in. So as you can see... There's a whole bunch of stuff there. I've limited it to four people. Uh, the, um, there's 12 30-second commercials in each race broadcast, an hour-long sponsorship in each race because we give you 70 seconds for each local break. So if you have two 30-seconds, you still have 10 seconds left to identify the radio station and an hour-long sponsor. I've uh, rotated the local sponsorship of NASCAR today. I've located the local sponsorship of, uh, well, unfortunately we don't have that program anymore, so that's one edit I missed. Um, but uh, you could do that with the Monday morning race refresher or any of our other programs that we have, NASCAR today, midday, NASCAR live, uh, whatever you whatever you wish. A uh, four 30-second uh, commercials. In our quote-unquote four-wide local racing show, if that's something that uh, that you do locally, there are plenty of our stations on the network that that do a local racing show. There's 90 30-second commercials uh, that air on Station 1, uh, Monday through Saturday, 6A to 7P. There's 90 30-second uh, commercials that air on Station 2 with the same day parting. I uh, and if that day parting doesn't work for you, maybe you need to split up the inventory one's around the clock, six to six, and the other one 6 A to 6p, whatever your, whatever your inventory uh, uh, works for you. Three 30 second commercials weekly in NASCAR Live, Tuesday nights at seven, a company logo on the web, or, and website link on our, uh, during our NASCAR schedule page and news and information page. A sponsor mentioned, included in four weekly social media pushes, and uh, you're also included in 80, 60-second recorded promotional announcements and 40 live promotional announcements each month. So like I said, that's a lot, a lot of stuff, and this is once again built for agency-type uh, sales, not necessarily two agencies, but uh, local cost- customers that have been trained to, to buy like a lo- local agency. Um, And as you can see at the bottom, it's billed in three monthly payments of $5,000. Let's take a look at the annual package. The annual packages are similar to uh, what we created with the quarterly package, uh, but there's three levels of sponsorship so it can be used for different size advertisers with differing levels of advertising budgets. So, for instance, this NASCAR Legend package... Once again, it's our top level. It's limited to four to create that urgency. Four 30-second commercials uh, in each race broadcast, the weekly hour-long sponsorship of, uh, of cup race coverage, rotating schedule of sponsorship in NASCAR today, 120 30-second commercials each month to air 6A to 7P. Once again, you can break that up, um, maybe 60 in the daylight hours and 60 round the clock, it's whatever your inventory uh, allows. Company logo and website link on our NASCAR information page. Uh, four sponsor mentions uh, in our uh, weekly social media pushes and included in uh, four, six, 40 60 second recorded promotional announcements as well as 40 live promotional announce- announcements coming up with $3,000 once again. If you take 120 and you multiply that by 25, that's where I get that $3,000 build. February through January, 12 months. Once again, that's our would be the top level uh, in this in this example. Then with the next example, our championship package, limited to six people because I've done the math with the NASCAR inventory that I have create that, inventory, uh, that urgency on the inventory. We've just paired it back, three 30-second commercials during the race, one 30-second commercial uh, each week during NASCAR Live and so on. And then finally, our rookie package, uh, once again, pairs it back just a little bit more as well, also limited to a number of uh, sponsors uh, with two 30-second uh, commercials in each race broadcast and, and so on. So... Um, before I open it up to questions, which I'm going to have to move my seat here to get a little closer to the screen so I can read the chat log, chat dialogue, uh, I want to let you know um, that you can contact me anytime with questions. My email and direct line are on the screen. I've thrown out a lot of information uh, to you today, um, and it's impossible in the time that we have to cover everything in the deck. So if you're driving around later today or tomorrow and you think of a question, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. If there's a category that we didn't cover, uh, and maybe you uh, want to see if we have any data that could help you with that pitch or to brainstorm, please, you can call me, and that's my direct line to my uh, office desk right there on the screen, or you can email me me uh, using that uh, bequick at com. So we looks like we have about 20 minutes left. Let's see what we got. Some chat questions here. I gotta move my whole setup here a little bit. Oh, and as uh, as I get set up for this, I want to let you know on the um, MRN uh, Radio Partners Only website, we've uh, we've uploaded a video recorded by Rusty Wallace that you can include in your pitches. And he's talking directly to your client. Now, it's a little – it's generic. You know, it's not specific for that client. But he talks about the power of radio and the power of NASCAR, and it's really a great introduction to anyone um, who you're pitching to. So, um, once again, that's at the radio partnerships only uh, portion of MRN.com. And you can, um, you can access that and uh, the username – is affiliates all lowercase, and the password is NASCAR Live all lowercase, all one word. Once again, I'll repeat that the uh, the uh, username is affiliates, and the password is NASCAR Live. Now, as you um, open that up, um, there will be a number of sections that are available to the affiliates. Um, or, uh for different assets, whether it's program downloads or uh, promos or whatnot, where you'll find that video is under the sales and marketing toolkit. And uh, once again, he does a great job. He is a huge not just fan of the sport but fan of radio as well. Um, I also love to hear about successes too, so please share any that you might have with me. You can do so with the same thing, with the same email and uh, and, and telephone number. Uh, I want to make sure, too, that you're getting my monthly sales newsletter called Selling Speed, where I share ideas and explore selling to specific categories on a deeper level. I draw attention to trends and data from the sport to help you sell. Um, and I, Like I said, I share ideas um, from radio stations as well. You're getting it. Let me know and I'll make sure it's being sent to the right person in your organization that can that can uh, forward it to you or come direct to you depending upon uh what your uh what your responsibilities are with your radio station what I'll do is uh, I'll take the the record the video recording of this uh, I'll post that and send you a link uh as well as a link to be able to download this deck so you can have any graphics or or use anything out of it that you that you will as well so Um, If there's no questions, uh, you have uh, about 15 minutes to scarf down your lunch if you haven't already, and I wish you a happy selling. Thank you for your time today.
0: Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, you got a ton of information uh, from our January 15th NASCAR Local Sales Lunch and Learn webinar. And uh, if you have any other questions or uh, this has spurred on um, more Um, Thought on your part You can always reach out to me And I can certainly help you out With uh, brainstorming Looking into categories we may have missed um, And helping you prospect Give me a call at 704-262-6713. That's a direct line to my desk, 704-262-6713. Or you can always reach me via email at bequick at mrn.com. And I also want to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast for free. So it ends up right in your mobile device well, as soon as I post it with all this monthly information that we that we pass on to you in selling speed the newsletter and the podcast you can do so for free once again at all the major podcast platforms happy selling